Hey guys, my name is Nora Franch and welcome to the podcast, Grateful Blessed Mess, daily reflections for those in the 12 steps. I am a fellow 12-stepper and certified mindset coach, and I am here to introduce you to the value of mindset coaching in your 12-step journey. So if you feel like you are stuck in the steps, if you're slipping and sliding with your abstinence, mindset coaching may help you as it did me, and you can find me at catholicmindsetcoaching.com. These episodes are meant to invite you in to consider the truths of 12-step wisdom and to join in the very real struggle of living them in action. I hope that it feels almost like a mini meeting, and I invite you to contribute your own share on the Grateful Blessedness Facebook group to keep the discussion going. My comments are based on my own experience, so feel free to take what you like and leave the rest. But my hope is to encourage you on your own daily 12-step journey. As they say, you cannot stay clean on yesterday's shower. So without further ado, let's begin. Good morning, everyone. This one makes me chuckle a little bit just in the day and age we live in where everyone's truly special. You'll know what I'm talking about when you hear it. So the reflection for today is from the book A Day at a Time, May 16th. Here we go. Many of us in recovery share the memory that we originally drank or used substances to belong, to fit in, or to be part of the crowd. Others of us fueled our addictions to get in, to feel, at least for a short time, that we fitted in with the rest of the human race. Sometimes the substances had the desired effect, temporarily assuaging our feelings of apartness. But when the effects of the substances wore off, we were left feeling more alone, more left out, more different than ever. Do I still sometimes feel that case that my case is different? Today I pray. Higher power, may I get over my feeling of being different or in some way unique of not belonging. Perhaps it was this feeling that led me to my substance use in the first place. It also kept me from seeing the seriousness of my addiction. Since I thought I am different, I can handle it. May I now be aware that I do belong to a vast fellowship of people like me. With every shared experience, my uniqueness is disappearing. Today, I will remember, I am not unique. <laughs> I mean, that's just funny, right? We're like, everybody's special. Every, and it, <laughs> in our day and age, you know, it's just, it's the, it's the funniness of our disease thinking where this solution does not apply to me because I'm different than you are. I know you all have this issue, but I don't relate. And that's what keeps us stuck in our disease. That's what our disease wants us to think. And so it's not that we are not all unique human beings with our own fingerprint and our own personality. But in our disease, in our illness, we are not special. <laughs> not to the point where you believe that the solution doesn't work for you. Because if that is our mentality, we don't get better. We don't get better. Um I've heard the phrase in the rooms that, you know, terminally to be terminally unique, meaning, oh, I'm just different. So I'm glad this works for all of you, but it's not going to work for me. And lots of times we leave the rooms because of that, because we're like, oh, no, not for me. And then we're back on our own and back at it and then end up coming full circle again, you know, 5, 10, 15 years later. Um, humbled for sure, or humiliated, 
often humiliated in the beginning, but but surrounded by people who love you because they've been there too. So I think this is interesting, but I can can totally relate to feeling like I just never really fit in in the specific social situation I found myself to be in. So, unhappy baby. So um, I know like as a kid, I, I was kind of the weird one at school. (laughs) You know, I was, and then I was a gymnast and, and at gymnastics, I was the only one who didn't go to the public school that all the other kids went to. And, and I just always felt on the outside, you know, on the outside of inside jokes or just on the outside of the common experience and whether or not it was actual circumstances that made it that way. I think what I'm, I'm convinced of pretty much 99%. It was that it was just in my own head and that I focused also, I focused on the things that made me different instead of the things that, that brought me in, into the group or or similarities. And I, I know in program, something that's really helpful, that's been really helpful for me is hearing like, um, to focus on the commonalities, not the differences because that's what's going to help you recover. So, so you know, in the beginning, you might look at someone and be like, oh, glad that's not my story or that's not my struggle. But what is? What is? What part of their share do you relate to? Because that's where you can bind together and get strength and build from each other. And that's what's going to help you recover. That's what's going to push you along in program. So this other part, sometimes the substances had their desired effect temporarily assuaging our feelings of apartness. And, you know, I I know for me personally, what I found is that when I, as I approached my personal bottom, God, please let it be my last bottom, that I had this moment where I was doing the thing and I was like, oh my gosh this isn't even helping. Like, I'm not even enjoying this anymore. I don't feel better. That was such like a spiritual um, awakening. That was, that was like a spiritual, like, you know, lightning bolt. I can see that now it didn't feel like it in the moment. It was just confusing in the moment, but now I can see, I can recognize like the hand of God in that moment where I was looking for the hit of, of what I wanted and it just totally fell flat. And so a little bit, little part of me was able to say like, well, then what's the point? <laughs> you know, I was okay with hurting myself as long as it was getting me something that I wanted, but if it's not even getting me what I wanted, you know, that was, that was kind of a beautiful part of my own bottom. Um, but back to this this idea of, of belonging, of uniqueness, um, I think there's something beautiful. I think a lot of us did feel very much on the outside of things, either not knowing how to live life or just being on the outside of social circles, not having that intuitive instinct of just like how to manage our emotions or, or develop and maintain friendships. Um, that's definitely something that I relate to. And and I think that's the beauty of it, where we get to be in program. And now we're like, oh, yeah, we totally relate because it's like me, too. I was that weirdo or 
I was that person who just couldn't figure it out. And, and then our pain becomes the thing that bonds us. And it's, it's, that's why we're able to laugh at ourselves. We're a, what does he say? We're a happy lot, something like that in the big book. And we are because we're finally with our people where we can laugh at ourselves because it's their experience too. And that's where the healing really, really started for me. Um, to hear those ridiculous or horrible or embarrassing or maddening things that I would do in my disease. And for someone else to say, oh, yeah, me too. Yeah, like I, I did that. I did that yesterday. Or <laughs> or I, I did that, you know, 10 years ago. And now I'm now I've got 10 years of abstinence under my belt and it's like what (laughs) um so yeah so that's what i have for today i hope some i hope that speaks to you i hope i hope this is just this podcast is just accompanying you on your journey and if you ever want to reach out to chat you know outreach outreach a communication of sorts i am here i would love to hear from you and thanks for listening with that i pass thank you so much for listening to today's episode if you feel that mindset coaching could help you on your 12-step journey please feel free to reach out and find me at catholicmindsetcoaching.com but more than that it's important to me to give listeners like yourself a place where you do not need to feel alone on your 12-step journey. And for that reason, I've created a Facebook group. It's called Grateful Blessed Mess. And it's a place where listeners can go to add their own commentary on the share for the day in addition to my own. And for us just to have a conversation or start a back and forth where people can find support in their 12-step journey. This is not a replacement for 12-step work. This is something outside of the 12 steps. It is simply something that has a heart for the 12 steps and those who are in it. And so welcome. If you are here, chances are you may also be a bit of a mess. And I hope that you can learn to find some gratitude in the blessings that have come from your messes.